Thanks for listening to The Refuge Podcast. We are all about unifying a generation of college students to be disciple-making followers of Jesus. It's our goal each week to equip and empower you to make disciples on your college campus. Whether you're enrolled in a university, taking a gap year, attending school virtually, or simply 18 to 25, grab your AirPods and let's have a conversation. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Refuge Podcast. Uh, We're... We're hashtag blessed and hashtag honored to have the one and only Porter Dalton here with us uh, today. Howdy, howdy. We have college students over to our house uh, every Sunday night. Uh, we've been hanging out, eating, and uh, do I dare? Watching The Bachelor. Yeah, okay. Right? You, you admitted it, not me. Yeah. So. Oh, there's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about watching The Bachelorette, though, is adding your own commentary oh, yeah. into it. Oh, yeah. And I can't think of another show that I have watched or currently watched that makes me feel more uncomfortable than The Bachelorette. It's just, it makes me uncomfortable. It's a tough crew, It's a tough crop of guys this time. Like, it's hard to be hopeful. <laughs> okay, well, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, I'm excited, though, to talk with Porter about something that I'm 100% certain that it, it can relate to every college student if it doesn't now it will (laughs) and if you have just graduated or you've been a college student you're going to hear this and go yep i was there i experienced that Um, but it's basically talking through your spiritual ups and downs while you're in college uh porter i consider you still a college student even though you have you have technically graduated i'm in grad school so tell everybody give the introduction i've talked too much give the introduction of where you are, what you graduated with, and kind of what you've been doing this summer. Yeah, uh, so I am going into my last year of a graduate program. Uh, I graduated with my undergrad in 21. Uh, so both my undergrad and postgrad are in what we call sustainable technology. And if you know me or you're at App State, I work on electric vehicles. Yes. And that's a really good basic way to put it without going uh, too, <laughs> too far. But I've been at App State for a hot minute now. <laughs> and, you're a Boone uh, native. And that's kind of my identity. But, um, you know, it's because it's I'm in grad school. Like, I'm not, you there know, you go. I'm not lagging behind, I promise. But, yeah. <laughs> and then this summer, you your internship. Yeah, so I interned with uh, the whole electric vehicle route. Uh, there's a company in Marshall, North Carolina called Outrider USA. And we build basically lightweight electric four wheelers. So that was super cool. Uh, I was the handyman. I just built them. So that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah, it's it, pretty awesome. It's not the worst internship. Yeah, yeah. it sounds cool, uh, and sounds like way harder than anything I could ever accomplish. So, uh, so when it comes to the ups and downs of what you go through in college, spiritual. So a lot you hear the stat all the time that high schoolers. You know, maybe they grew up going to church, their parents mm-hmm. made them, or whatever. Grandma, grandpa forced them to go. They went with a friend, whatever it may be. You you probably found yourself going to some kind of church or youth group or whatever through your high school years. Then you get to college, and more times than not, those high school days of going to church and whatever are kind of like erase the whiteboard and let's start over. Yeah. Uh, and so talk through, maybe let's start with like the freshman Porter. Oh, wow. <laughs> and let's talk through <laughs> what did it look like for you specifically going from graduating high school, going mm-hmm. into college? Where were you with Jesus? What was there, what was the, the life like for you? Oh yeah. Um, that's right into the deep end, if we're being very honest. Um, you don't have to be too specific. Yeah, I'm not going to get too specific because you know. we don't have that much time. Uh, but 
definitely going into my freshman year, I would say the theme was um, angry. Yeah. Very, very angry. I had a rough, not a rough senior year of high school, but I just had some things happen um, that really uh, diluted the right image of God and just relationships with my parents and everything like wasn't great. Um, And so going into my freshman year, um, I didn't even really have a plan. I was like, I'm just going to go with the flow, you know, but the flow led me down to um, kind of more so just apathy towards taking care of myself and just like doing what's right. Because the easiest thing to do for any freshman is going with the pack. And at least at the pack that I was involved with was, you know, just what you hear about in the movies. We're partying, yeah. drinking, smoking, um, sleeping around, you name it. It was it was a very rough period of my life. So I like to characterize my freshman year as um, a lot of anger and a, a perverse idea of who God was, yeah. you know, um, because I was just – I wasn't happy with myself. I didn't like myself. I didn't like anything, and I was more so just angry at the whole situation yeah. as a whole. And that started in high school, but it carried over to my freshman year. Right. So freshman year uh, was definitely not the best place. Well, and a lot me. of times as a freshman, especially, did you know anybody, like when you went to Boone or going to mm-hmm. App, did you have like already a group of friends or no? Uh, so I had one friend, okay. um, and he was a junior. Um, and he was uh, – he is still to my like to this day my absolute best friend. Oh, cool. Like that dude will be in my wedding. But at that time specifically, we were both very um, not good kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, we okay. we kind of got in a lot of trouble together, and so it definitely wasn't a good influence on me. Um, but that's kind of you know I didn't have a lot of friends go with me, so it was. And I know a lot of kids can relate. Not even their freshman year, but their sophomore year when they move off campus. Yeah, this whole clean slate, you know, or sure. just. I have this bl- not even clean, but just blank canvas. Yeah. And for a 17 year old or 18 year old, that's a really tough thing to be given because yeah. you don't know who you are. Right. You know, and right. you don't know who you're supposed to be, especially if you don't have a good relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And you just see, you like for me, I grew up in a very small town, you know, and my circle was very small. So to be thrown in a school of 20,000 kids, with 20,000 different walks of life, it was incredibly overwhelming um, for me just to be thrown into this, like what felt like a jungle. And yeah. it's like, hey, who are you going to be? You right, got to decide right. now. And so just talk about like anxieties and just all of these decisions I made, which were unhealthy while I'm just trying to establish who I was. Right. Um, that was a really difficult part for me. Yeah. And if I would have had people, people from my hometown i don't know if that would have changed but that was definitely a big um it was that blank canvas was really daunting right well and that's what tends to i feel like it's a common trait with you know incoming freshmen and especially incoming freshmen to going to a school that maybe you don't know anybody Mm -hmm. or you're seeking friends i remember when i transferred to a new school. I didn't know anyone. And so you tend to find yourself just going along with the crowd because you, you want to find some sense of like belonging. Yeah. Someone to, you know, to listen to you, someone to like hang out with. So you don't feel like the, you know, loser sitting in the cafeteria eating by yourself or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you said something too, about like when you go into moments like that and you have, a lot of times we we think, oh, I'm going to go to college and find out who I am, or like mm-hmm. I'm going to find my identity when I go there. And I mean, the truth is, if if you're 
if you're already following Jesus prior to college, you already have your identity. Your identity yeah. is a son or daughter of the king. So. Yeah, and that was the biggest. Um, that was the biggest misunderstanding I had as, as a freshman. And I think is such a large misinterpretation of the gospel. Is that um, all throughout high school, I, it was the gospel was used as a tool to establish who I was. Yeah, and I didn't view myself as a tool to glorify. God, you know, right. when, we, when I think, but when I always struggled with identity, I thought about finding out who I was, not finding yeah. out who God was, you yeah. know, and then letting my identity follow right. through that concrete truth, you know, yeah. because God's identity never changes, right. you know, and that's what um, I wish I would have known going into my freshman year or understood more so, yeah. you know, you understood yeah. like through vacation Bible schools, God is great, God is good. But when you hear that a million times, you know, it just kind of starts flying over sure. your head. Yeah. And especially with things like Instagram, social media, and just college in general, where it's all about you, you ask yourself the question, who am I, who am I, who am I, when yeah. really, I really wish that someone would have just sat me down and explained really thoroughly who God was. Yeah. Um, because at the time, I just, I knew on paper, but I just didn't understand. Yeah. 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 So talk about now, with that being the, you know, kind of, thrown into the fire a little bit mm -hmm. um we don't have to walk through every year of your college life but talk about <laughs> the like chapter <laughs> yeah really okay now sophomore yeah, quarter five-part podcast <laughs> check in next week for porter's sophomore year <laughs> what he did wrong uh talk about the switch so talk about mm -hmm. like what what you know what community was built around you that helped point you in a better direction like how did all of that come to shape yeah so it's a very like it's a very strange i'm a very radical person i was like i, I know i don't know if that's the right word but like when i do something i like i want to do it 100 yeah. percent. so i had this like very um harmful like dichotomy within myself especially my freshman and sophomore and even a lot of my junior year of where I would some days have like this urge to clean up my act and pursue yeah. God and I would see godly people and I'd be like, oh, that's awesome. And I'd go to these fall retreats. But then I would go back to my dorm. My, my freshman and sophomore year dorm, um, there were probably 15 of us that hung out. And I know at least 11 of them were on probation by Halloween. <laughs> so we were a very rough group. Yeah, yeah. I was involved with it. It was just, it was chaos. And so I would go from one side of the spectrum to the other. Yeah. And so it really made that switch really difficult, if we're being completely honest, because I would have a week where I would hang out with this crowd, where it's like, oh, man, <laughs> like we're playing Scrabble, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> or, or, you know, we're playing um, just like like really like youth-like things, yeah, and it's like yeah. super chill. And then I go back to my dorm and like, were like doing drugs in my room you yeah know, that was that made it really really difficult um so I, that that really kind of plagued me throughout my entire um undergrad so um my senior year is definitely the worst uh maybe not the worst but the most rebellious and harmful okay because i was involved with ministry yeah for the hour that I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I would immediately turn around and just go to just do sure. all these terrible things. Um, and that shame really prevented me from switching. But I guess maybe two Januarys ago, it was like it was like a New Year's Eve thing. And I knew it was my senior year. I spent that fall really getting rowdy, oh. you know, and having like my peak. And I, I just knew that it wasn't working, if yeah. that makes sense. Sure. And then 
I don't, it, it is completely just the grace of God um, where I just had these little tidbits of like truth given to me. Yeah. And it was like one piece of the puzzle given to me at a time. Right. And before I knew it, like by January, I had like this like rough image of what Christ really was like yeah. and what a true believer really was like. So that January, I was, um, I had planned to move to California for the summer and I just viewed it as like, I'm going to be a post-grad, like I'm going to get clean and I'm going to get serious now so that my post-grad can be what it's supposed to be. Yeah. I literally viewed going to California as like low-key, not huh. rehab because I wasn't like addicted to anything, <laughs> right, but, but you know, but like I literally lived like, in like a yurt in the woods, you yeah. know, like this is like going to be my alone time, right, you know, right. really weird. And I don't know if it's a little silly. No, no, it's great. Um, so in that January, um, I really kind of like made the decision yeah. to to get serious about my walk and like transition into like a leader and really you yeah. know um, be what I knew I could be. Um, I say the biggest thing, and this is is if I was listening to this as a freshman or sophomore, this yeah. would sound like really mundane and annoying to me. <laughs> but I really can't drive it home enough that the number one thing that I had to do was simply read the Bible, yeah. where I was so curious and confused about who God was. And I just tried to do it through, I tried to figure it out through spiritual experiences, yeah, you know, or yeah, like yeah. Where you, because my entire life I'd gone to these youth camps where it's like, oh, if you have this youth camp like high, you know, that's when you experience God and right. that's where you see life change, you know, but really life change happens from reading the Bible, yeah, you know, and yeah. learning the concrete truth of like who God yeah. is. So. That was the first thing, um, and as silly as that sounds, like I, it can kind of—I'll be honest—it like, would sound silly to me for someone that grew up in a church for twenty years. And it's like, right. hey, like if I went to somebody and was like, "Dude, I'm really struggling," and they told me, "Hey, read the Bible," just read the Bible. I would be just like, yeah, right. <laughs> I would be like, "Wow, I haven't <laughs> thought of that," you know? Yeah. Um, but really, like the proof is in the pudding. If we're being um, completely yeah. honest, and so that was a really, really big point for me because I started. Um, just reading I it, starting to read the Bible again and starting to like pursue God again really was the beginning of me fixing my foundation yeah. if that makes sense sure. my entire undergrad and I'm sure a lot of kids can relate you want to fix your identity and you want to fix your problems by putting good things on top of what's broken mm -hmm. you know and that's what I tried to do right. instead of taking a step back and just fixing the broken foundation, yeah. you know, it's really scary to kind of take a bulldozer yeah. to that. And it's really, um, it's just scary, you yeah, know, like, I, like sure. I said, but really when you gotta have, I had to have a gut check with myself where I was like, man, this is not, yeah. you know, where I've, I claim Jesus name, but then I'm doing X, Y, and yeah, Z, yeah. you know, and there's probably kids listening on this podcast and you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> right, you know, and praise God, people can change. Yeah. Um, like that was the big theme that like the Bible and prayer yeah. and just transparency really, you know, I know like one really, I don't know about you, um, but um, I learned what I learned that my entire life I was taught that to be saved and to uh, quote unquote be on God's good terms, you had to admit you were a sinner, yeah. you know, and accept him in your life. Right. I never really thought about the fact that comes afterwards, like, and repent yeah, from yeah, your yeah. sins. I, d I thought repentance just meant admitting it was admitting wrong. Admitting that you did something wrong. Yeah, yeah. And so right. when I'm doing 
promiscuous things or yeah. doing this, that, lying, just you name it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I know it's wrong. Why isn't it changing? And I remember reading like very clearly in like, I think it was Proverbs or something. Where it was like talking about a man who like turns away. I don't know. I think yeah. it was Proverbs. Don't quote me. Um, where it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just those really ah. simple things where us as like believers that have um, grown up for such a long time in the church – like you can kind of just forget those simple things that yeah. are vital. Right. You know, it's, yeah. it's like, it's like if you're an athlete and like you stop drinking water because it's like too cliche right? and you right. just drink like just... bangs forever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, eventually we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> yeah. When you like start exercising and you're running like a marathon or something yeah. like that's not going to work, right. you know? And it just because you've been doing it for a while doesn't make it right. Yeah. Um, so that was really the place that uh, I was at. Yeah. So. Well, and then, just to kind of finish up the conversation, uh, you know, we we met you after Bad Porter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we don't a, know that's that. That's a theme. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We didn't know freshman, sophomore, junior, or really even senior Porter that well. But um, I guess all, all of that to say, and, like, all that's great. And I think it's such a, a good reminder, and there's a lot of really good challenges in there. But I think, if anything, it's to say that, like, let's say you're a junior right now and you completely flopped on mm. your freshman and sophomore year, you're not defined by your past. You know, yes. you are not defined by that. You are, you are defined by who you are shaping and, you know, who you're becoming. And, you know, when you, like you said, like if it's going away, living in a yurt, if it's whatever it may be, <laughs> your mindset was this like devotion to transformation, you know, mm-hmm. being devoted yeah. to not letting that be who I'm going to be. And then, you know, being someone new. So that to me, it's like no matter where you are or who you are, if you're 40 years old, if you're 19 and going through some really deep valleys, man, you can turn that around and, you know, Jesus is is waiting for you. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Well, thank you, Porter, for being here. You're the man. Hope you all enjoyed that today and were challenged by it in some way. We'll catch you guys next time on the Refuge Podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to the Refuge Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the conversation and were encouraged in some way. Be sure to subscribe and share the podcast, and we will catch you guys next time.